we rolling? We started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, 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 this is yet, reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got it. Yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm Magic This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when the mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. We are back. Me and Magic Mike are here in the building. Along with our producer, the extraordinaire, the one and only sound guy, Mike. Hello. Um, as you could tell that um one of our co-hosts is not is missing right now. She's somewhere getting her box shaved <laughs> along with taking a onion and pepper soup bath. I had nothing to do with that. Pop it <laughs> in a bathtub right now with onions, bell peppers, damn chicken bouillon seasoning. Only thing I can think of is Bugs Bunny in that month. That's what I was saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying. In that pot when they was boiling him. With carrots and shit. And he do told him a little bit more on the left side over here. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> ah. Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, and the Three Stooges gave me, like, my blueprint for comedy and being silly. Really? Richard Pryor took it to the streets for me. Okay. With the cursing. Okay. And Eddie Murphy just stamped it in for me because he was cool. Okay. But that's where my silly shit comes from. The, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, Woody, Woody Woodpecker, uh-huh. the Three Stooges. Like, Stooges. You, you, you cannot, man, you got to see the episode <laughs> where they joined the army, man, and he was trying to teach them how to Holy guns. He was like, left leg, rock. Right leg, fly. <laughs> and Curly gets so mad and he gets so frustrated. He just threw the gun back to the sergeant. It was just craziness like that. I was so silly as a kid. I would be on punishment still watching TV and watching the three still just laughing. Did you ever get on down. the floor and do the Curly thing on the floor? No, but I just... I, oh, you ain't a I real did. Mo, I, did. Mo, I, did. I did, too. I did. I did. Mo was yeah. the man, but Curly used to do such dumb shit. Like, when they painted themselves, when they was in jail, uh-huh. and they took the paint, they supposed to be painting in jail, and they painted themselves like they was, like they was guards, and they came past the guards <laughs> and slapped them with the, with the brushes, yeah. and Curly went back and slapped the shit out of about six, seven. Like, that's, that's ultimate comedy to me, man. <laughs> Man, like, like that's that's that that shit there cannot be. You see, a lot of things get duplicated again. Yeah, that does not get duplicated again because of the physicality of it, and just the <laughs> with the when they was the plumbers. Yo, they were really smacking the shit out. They said when they was the electricians and they was the plumbers. They supposed to be redoing the house, mm-hmm. and the black guy was it. <laughs> Darkest guy and, ever in the kitchen. <laughs> And he bucked his eyes. He said, I ain't going in there. You going. (laughs) Oh, oh my God, man. Like, my mama told me I had to be the dumbest nigga ever to be on punishment trying to watch the Three Stooges with the TV down, knowing I'm going to laugh. 
So how did Tom and Jerry play into your 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 characters in in comedy and shit? The issue is, the issue ain't my baby. Uh-huh. When he, when he was when Tom was trying to impress old girl and he brought that little bullshit ring. Yeah. And my man came up. The hustler came up. Yeah. The hustler and handed them, them the 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 uh, the, the uh, welder's mask. Put this on. Cause I got a ring for her ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he put that. He opened up that box and it just lit up the whole screen. Yeah. When when Tom brought his car, he thought he was gonna show out. Yeah. And my man pulled up with a limousine long as the fucking block. And it pushed his car out the way. <laughs> Come on, man. That yeah. shit. That was. Uh. You know they 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 talked about it earlier. Like those those cartoons was made in the fifties and the forties. When Hattie McDaniel, that was supposed to be Hattie McDaniel that they was really making clowning. Like, Thomas, didn't I tell you don't let that, that mouse right, in his right, house? Right. And they would just show her with the with the with the stockings and the house shoes. Yeah. And the, you know, and uh it's okay to hit the white mouse, that shit. And then <laughs> Tom hit him and he blew up. Right. Don't you believe, believe it. In. Yeah, yeah that, I remember shit. that shit. And uh, she put Thomas out of, Tom out of the house. Yeah. The house blew up. And Tom <laughs> stuck his tongue out like, ah. She threw a rock and knocked him out. That, that, <laughs> all that type of shit, man. That, that was really funny to me when his uncle came in. Uh-huh. Uncle Pecos. The one, the, the little small, the, the mouse? Yeah. He came in. When you no, not, not the smalls. No, no, no. The one that had the guitar. Come here, oh, pussy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The real yeah. king R&B. <laughs> Cut him around him, heat him around him. Come here, pussy cat. Then he covered up his mouth. I need a whistle. I need to give some my guitar string. And man, he was singing a song on TV and his guitar string broke again. <laughs> and pulled him through the TV. Man, Tom was like, ah, you silly. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> give me that string. But it was just like. That was just my childhood growing up. Like yeah. I couldn't get with the Thundercats. I didn't know what that shit was about. You didn't like snarfing everybody. Huh? I didn't. I never watched none of that shit. I was in the streets by then. You know, I was really. I was a teenager by then. Yeah. When that shit came out, uh, he man, I never did get with him. See him in Skeletor. I never did watch that shit. Never. Never watched the episode of that shit. It just never did do nothing for me. Yeah, like he man and nothing like. And that. I was a kid. Uh, I never did like none of that. What about uh, the Flintstones? Yeah. The Flintstones and the Honeymooners, they ripped each other off. Right. Because it was the same shit. And uh, they said the writers stole from the concept of the Flintstones, from the uh, Honeymooners. Okay. And took it to the Flintstones. Or vice versa. However it went. And they, they stole from each other. But okay. it's about the same shit. So what about, um, since we're on the cartoon thing kick right now, Sound Guy, cartoons your favorite? Man, when I was little, it was Ninja Turtles, man. That used to be my shit. Okay, what else? You're a Nickelodeon kid. They had, they had uh, Super Mario when I used to get off of school, Super Mario Brothers cartoon. That was out for, for a little bit, and then that stopped. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it, though. Pretty much it? Yeah. Okay, Otherwise, I was outside most of the time. For me, it was it was uh, Tom and Jerry. Um Bugs and and uh, not Daffy but Donald Duck, um, <coughs> Ducktales. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot about Ducktales, man. <laughs> Darkwing Duck, I forgot about. Those in college, two. it was Beavis and Butthead. 
them them then they was uh I'm you talking about cartoons when you older that too I mean I'm, I'm saying when you older when, when you, you older college, I got I got plenty of I got anywhere plenty between eighteen any, in time between eighteen and twenty two Archer Archer's the shit dude like, you like I, that shit now that's now though yeah that's like what Archer. I said that's yeah. now. Archer's Archer's dope man mm-hmm. I like this tales of tour bus shit though I, I ain't gonna front mm. um I like Family Guy now but I mean as far as like the shits that that you grew up on since Simpsons grew on me. Really? Yeah, because yeah, you're about the same age as The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. It took a long time for that show. I could never, I didn't like The Simpsons. And I remember when it came out, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't like The Simpsons at all, like that much, at all, period. That's, no, what, video, that's what I'm saying. I the video either. do the Bart Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the video. He had, yeah. he had his own song. Um, yeah. But Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and he was with the Butterfingers, too, man. Tom and Jerry, Flintstones, um, Donald Duck. I mean, not Donald Duck, Daffy Duck. Um, Bugs Bunny. Now I'm gonna tell you, Looney out of that, out of that You're whole, despicable. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and you see the spit came out of his mouth when he did. Oh my god! But the thing about it, you know who else was? Remember the chicken hawk? I was gonna, I was frog horn and horn. I was just yeah. getting ready to say that. Yeah. I said, "Listen, boy, listen, boy, what I tell you, boy." <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I'm yeah. not no chicken, boy. I'm telling you, boy. Listen to me, what I say, boy. I want to get that chicken. He wanted to eat that ch- that big ass chicken every fucking time. He wanted the foghorn leghorn all the fucking time. Yeah. When Bugs Bunny counted off the ten steps for them to walk the ten paces, and they was gonna shoot each other. Uh huh. That motherfucker said five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine and three quarters, nine and three tenths. Tim and the bus ran his ass over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, who Bugs I'm... Bunny was the worst because that motherfucker—he never got got when he was on the island with them two motherfuckers, and that was the same one where they was trying to uh, uh, put him in the pot. Uh-huh. They had him in the pot. Yeah. And at the end, when he when the boat came, he was bombards. See you later. Yeah. See you guys later. Uh, don't forget to write. You can't. You, <laughs> you can't. A postcard. You cannot forget about Fat Albert. Also, yeah, yeah. Fat but, Albert was about I, knowledge. I, I I disagree with you. Bugs Bunny has gotten got. He's but he's always gotten revenge. Yeah, that's the fucking thing. Yeah, he he, he got it. Yeah, he, he got it. Um, when he was with the mob. Yeah. When yeah. he was with the mob. Rocky, I say curtains, Rocky. Rocky, Rocky, curtains, Rocky. Um. Also, Top Cat. Top Cat. Yeah. Yeah. You fuck with Top Cat. He was crazy. Yeah. He used to come on at 3 o'clock every day and then go off at 3.30. And then Top Cap was park. good. But I remember Heathcliff. He was like a ripoff Garfield. Yeah, yeah, he was. I couldn't get into that. I will say this. Captain Caveman, I used to like him. Underdog. Yeah. I used to like Underdog was dope. Mighty Mouse. Here I come yeah, to say man. today. Yeah. But it's this one side cartoon, which is one of the best cartoons ever. And you know what I'm talking about when I, when I say it. The race, the race car one. No, I like that one too. Dick, I like Dick Dazzly. But this one yeah, is Speed yeah, Racer. Yeah. No, no, not Speed Racer. I didn't like him. Dick Dazzly. I like it that was too. Like, it, was like, it was like a bunch of characters, but they were all racing and shit. Well, Same shit you tell me. Dick Dazzly. Yeah, and, yeah, that yeah, one. And, this one, remember this, you remember this card? Both of y'all remember this cartoon? He's like, I don't like noise. Can't stand noise. No that was noise. on the Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and that was when the fucking dog. Got chased by the wolf, 
into the house. And but it was, it was a sidecar too. It, it, it wasn't Tom and Jerry. It was, it was a, right. It was a sheriff, and then he was like, "Quiet! I can't stand the noise." Bro. Right. <laughs> and then the fucking the picture of the of the lady came in, and that motherfucker said, "Man, that motherfucker said, shut up, boy.' Did I say I can't stand the noise?" <laughs> so now they trying to keep the the, the sheriff from waking up. So he got to run up the hill. Send his, he put a, a fucking firecracker on his tongue and ran his tongue up the hill so he wouldn't wake the sheriff. That was the dumbest shit ever, man. That shit was so crazy. Like That, that, that was like, I think old dude's name was Fred Quimby and a Tex Winners. Yeah, Tex, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that another was, another was, one that I used to watch all the time was uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. I used to always really? watch them, yeah. I was little though. I, re- I remember. Yeah, them. I understand. I, I understand. Rock and Bullwinkle. Yeah. I mean, they used to come on Channel Fifty. Yeah, Tennessee um, Tuxedo and that Walrus didn't know shit. They had to go see old boy. <laughs> yeah. Pink Panther. I used to like that. <laughs> Did you a fuck lot. with Pink Panther? Uh, hard. I fucked with Pink Panther hard. I still do. I, I watch that shit with my kids. What about that Aardvark? The Aardvark uh, cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. You remember the Aardvark cartoon? I, I, I kind of remember it. It was one of those cartoons that it was in between. The Pink Panther shits. I I, I kind of remember that there was like some some type of artwork. He was I, always trying to get the ants. Yeah. Always trying to eat the ants. I shit. do remember that. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that, but I had to been little. You feel me? Hot, hot, hot! Mad that that motherfucker Bugs Bunny used to make Yo Simmy Sam. He used to be like, not like that. You vomit. <laughs> he got him. Yeah. Man. No, he was. They was playing cards. He said, "Cut the cards," and he put the cards <laughs> out there. <laughs> Buzz Buddy pulled out a hatchet and cut him. He said, yeah. not like that, you galoot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one. <laughs> Man, I got so much of this shit in my head, I promise you. Right. That's why my relationships ain't shit, because I'll be laughing at them. They be mad as hell. I'll be thinking of dumb shit that Bugs Bunny did. Did, um, <laughs> did you buy the, the, the collection, the box set? No, that's what they got YouTube that, for. That, oh, yeah. Well, but they don't have the, all of them. The man. wolf. That was trying to steal the sheep on Tom and Jerry, man. That motherfucker. The wolf that was trying to. When it was a sheep hurdler. Uh huh. Droopy was the sheep hurdler. Droopy, I forgot yeah. all about that. said, nice joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke, man. <laughs> he had the sheep wrapped up with him like coats and shit. He was like, I'm cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he put that shotgun on him. He's like, did I tell you I was cold, man? That shit he had a sheep uh, around his head. Yeah, man, that's some dumb shit. Then he had a, you can't forget, this the last one. If you don't remember this one, you are, your, con, your childhood wasn't shit. Hey, y'all, what do you know? Old Billy Boy's back, 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 <laughs> back, back. <laughs> Billy yeah. was eating up so much shit, he say, well, Billy, nice seeing you around. Hate to be rushing you off like this here, belly, 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 belly. <laughs> <laughs> he put that motherfucker on a rocket. He put a put his ass on a rocket. Yeah, and sent his ass to the moon, and Billy ate the moon up. <laughs> it got dark. He yeah, was, he was biting his arm, and he just looked at his hey, belly boy. Break it up, huh, son? All his all his eating shit. Stop with this shit. I, you know, you know, there was there was um there was a real old old cartoon that I remember seeing when I was with my dad watched it. it was, I think it was called Coonskin. Ooh. No, I ain't never watched no, that. No, I ain't never watched that and at it, all. it had um 
What well, you ever seen? Uh, what what what's 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 that fucking guy's name? He plays Mr. Turkle in um in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Scatman Crothers. Yeah, he's in that. He's the guy in the beginning of it. The Scatman Crothers when he One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest when he had lost his job. <laughs> yeah, he, he was said, drinking. Get your crazy ass out! You motherfuckers made me lose my job. That's what Jack Nicholson. Man, yeah, I watched. Yeah. I, I know that movie backwards and forwards. That movie's great. Um, what was I about to say? Give me a rewind. Before we go another step. What's up? Thank you, Misha Re-Rock Chicago, for the shout out today. I didn't even know you was a fan of the, of the episodes of the we do of the podcast. And you shouted us out today and, and you, you, you text me. But you got so many pages on Facebook or whatnot. You know, a great friend of mine that was here in Chicago. She's now relocated uh, to the West Coast. And I appreciate you. And claps. (laughs) Shout out to um, all our listeners. um, Whether you listen to it on Apple uh, Podcasts, on iPhones, or whether you listen to it on Android, on SoundCloud, or wherever you hear you, you, you listen to podcasts at, I, we very much appreciate you um, for subscribing, for commenting. I had a couple of people coming to the popcorn shop tell me, you know, they listen to the podcast and, you know, we they rock with us and everything like that. Um, we appreciate you all. Yeah, so very much. 100%. Man. Very much. Um, Shout out to the bigs, too, man. Y'all doing your thing. Y'all, y'all went from the, listen, man, the height of y'all, has reached with the Cubs at the World Series clinching game, Game 7 in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. These brothers are the only black sports media outlet in the city of Chicago. All black, black on. They go to high school basketball games. They was yeah. at the Simeon Bogan game yesterday. They go to the Bulls games. Uh, they they follow the Bears. Did Simeon win yesterday or Bogan? No, nah, the Bogan won. Oh wow! They 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 follow all the big games. They had all the big the big events, and that's like what you brothers are doing is monumental. So shout out to uh, Eugene and uh, Terrence Tomlin. Yes, sir. They've been, on, they've been past guests on here before. We've talked uh, sports with them before. I posed questions. They answered. If you go back to a couple of episodes. Um, we on episode 176, but this, you know, if you go back like 100 some episodes, you know, from our first beginning. That sounds good. Yeah, go back 100 episodes. Go back 100 episodes and such. You know, we've had a lot of guests come by here, a lot of things that we've broken on here as far as music, a lot of guests that we've had on here, interviews. Netflix and chill. Yeah. That yeah. sounds better in my life than what about them bitches you was fucking? All them bitches. <laughs> hey, um, baby. Yeah, we, we life we, has changed now. I'm doing podcasts now. The, the the bigs have been on here. We've had PR people. We've had lawyers. We've had uh, uh, an array of people who have come through these doors to visit us. And Financial like advisors. Yeah. Sexual experts. Yeah. Shout out to Brittany. Shout out to um. Co-host. Um. Shout out to uh uh Dutch. Who Dutch. Did, who did the intro? Yeah, shout out to Dutch. Uh, shout out to uh, Bombinati. Um, shout out to the to uh, um, Delcia. Delcia. Shout out to my white people. Also, my two white people. I miss you. Yeah. Um, white girl. I miss you. 
We hope um, y'all still alive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, white man, I miss you also. Yeah. Down there in central uh, in central Illinois, coming back and forth. I heard. Um, <laughs> Probably sniffing cow chips. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> Kyle, shout we out can, to Kyle, man. We shout can out to Kyle. never forget about the lady who created the Reasonable Ignorance page, and that's the one and only Onika. Yeah, Onika. She enjoys our podcast. Um, what I was saying, elaborating, um, sound guy last last week, um, and the week before, when when Delcia graced us with our presence, um, uh. Each time that that you last time that you spoke last week, and the time that Delcia spoke before, it touched a lot of people. Um, whether it, it was in, uh, from a standpoint of touching on the feeling side, or whether it was touching like astonishment side, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The uh, uh, the story that you gave about you know your, your usage and, and, and mm. your indulgence, which I applaud you on. Applaud one more time. Applaud. Not too many people have have will be frank and honest about their personal life like that. So I commend you, you know, for you know coming forth on the podcast and talking about it and everything. Um, we gave you that platform last week to speak on it, and you you know you grace us with with your talk about it and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As only you can. Right, right, right. As only right. you can, and right. you you really. Lay down the law about what you did and, and you know how it makes you feel. You know your experiences with it. How long it's been since you you know indulged and you know and sometimes this podcast can be very therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. To to you know like when Delcia opened up about her mom, I was floored. I mean, knocked to the floor, literally. Like, I was, I didn't have a response. Just let her talk. Sometimes you just have to let somebody express themselves about things, you know. Correct. And let them get it off, you know. And uh, sometimes, it's, it's sometimes that's what that's what arguments are about. When somebody is uh, in different situations, relationship-wise or, or domestic-wise, let that person get off what they have on their chest. Don't go back and forth with them. Even if it's at a job, you know, let, let them get it off and let that person really vent it out because it's probably been pinned out for who knows how long. And once it's out, it's out. Now you can have that conversation. You know what I mean? And that's what I felt like Happened with you to a certain extent, oh, you know, right, right, right. and and even though you were uh, under the weather, right. you shared something that's private with you, and yeah. s- some 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 things that you we I would have never foreseen. Yeah. Like like you said, how you started doing it, and how it made you feel at the time, and you was with some guys. I was like, damn. And I remember being that age and not being under pressure to do the cocaine or do the drug or smoke the weed, but just like they pass it to you. Yeah. And you had that option to yeah. to partake or 
next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Skip. Fast and forward, they, man. And you know, you know what was always what was good about never have it. Have, you know, I, I think peer pressure is what really makes drug addicts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When when somebody's getting pressured, pressured, pressured constantly, constantly. You know what I'm saying? But then when you with a group of people and they do pass you something, and then you're just like, ah, I'm cool, you know. And then they just like, I, right, you know what I'm saying? That that just makes, you know, it, it just takes a lot of. You know, uh, you gotta know stress. yourself too. Yeah, you gotta know too, yourself because yeah. it had addictive personality. Like the first time I really drunk was my 16th birthday, and I drunk some white porter and a 40 ounce of OE. Man, and my man fun. knew where to get it at, and we had to go back to school and march in the parade for the homecoming. Man, and I couldn't take a step because we had to walk <laughs> from 59th Street back to the school, and I sat on the back of a, a wagon the whole way there. And I sat at doing the game, and the and the girls sung songs in my ear the whole damn game. And I just was like, "Let me be straight for the homecoming game tonight." Right. Just let me. I was like, "This is like really too much." But my buddy was such a you know he was so used to it. He was like having a good time. Yeah. So it man. took me like two or three more times to get to that route. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with the you know from the white port and the lemonade with the the, uh, the forty ounce, I had to scale back to the Boone's Farm. Damn, they the, had the, the, the strawberry whatever whatever it was, whatever. but I had to start drinking the Boone's Farm. Right, and I liked it so much after the first two or three sips, I downed the whole bottle. And let me tell you, nigga, <laughs> oh. Boone's Farm. I thought I was having a heart attack. Over Boone's Farm? You got to think how old he was. My chest time, was, you know was I got hot. I took off my shirt, mm. my T-shirt, my Dago tee. I started unbuzzing my pants. I said, God, I'm finna die. <laughs> and my boys was laughing because they it went from, this nigga scared. It went from them joking and laughing and me being a joke to this nigga scared. <laughs> he think he really finna die. But my heart felt like it was boop, 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 jumping out my chest. This is over the, of you taking what? Uh, drinking the, no, nah, I wasn't doing no drug. I drank a bottle of Boone's Farm okay. to the head. How old were you? Because I, I took a sip. I took a sip. All right, cool. We, you know and it's sweet, right? Yeah. Super <laughs> sweet. Yeah. So I'm down this shit. And I just got off the, girl, off the phone with my girlfriend. She mad because we was down in Deep Hall. Okay. She mad I'm down there. You supposed to be with me here, this and that. I was like, oh, I don't nobody want to hear all that shit. You got all the brothers there, the little sisters, and ain't nobody here and hear that shit. I'm down here with Rod Strickland. We down here with bitches just shaving their pussies. And, <laughs> you know, just different shit. You know, we were on some college shit. I'm down here with the Q-Dogs, and they doing all type of shit. So I was like, let me down this. Nigga, I damn near died. That, that's the thing, I went to sleep for two sweet. hours and woke up ready for Freddy. Them sweet drinks creep up on you. I'm never touching uh, 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 Alizé again because it crept up on me once. Never touching it again? No. No the, Alizé? The, the fucking, the passion fruit one, the red one, right? Yeah. That one so there's a reason why he not touching it again. They don't see you selling shit no more in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, when Tupac Came out and said, Crystal, Alizé, Weed, and hip, the Hypnotic 
And I, I won't fuck with that shit anymore either. Hypnotic man. and Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. It should turn green. It's called Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Incredible Hulk. And you know how much how much that shit we drank over at, at the barbershop of that shit? At uh, League Styles yeah. and Two Cuts? That's because I, I, I learned about it from there. It, it was that. It, stories. League Styles Barbershop is on 75th of King Drive. Used to be. That's where I, I, me and Magic Mike first met. No, we met at Q Cuts. Then we moved out. No, no, I ain't go to, I didn't go there. Yeah, I, you, to I, I cut you first at Q Cuts. No. Trust me. Okay. You came right. in at him, you became in at him, meet Corey. Corey sent you to me. We was at Q Cuts. We was at 510 East 75th. And I said, in a few months, we're going to be moving down the street. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then and I cut you like three times, and then you came down the street with us. All right. And then we've been locked in there. Um, so the years passed, whatever. Whenever the, that, that time when K-Beer was, was popping. Yeah. K-Beer was popping. Um, this just shows you. K-Beer, the uh, Alizé with, mixed with the, mixed with the what, what, what Hennessy? Hennessy. Hennessy. Hennessy or any kind it, of cognac. And then the hypnotic mess with the... Uh, hypnotic, yeah. Hennessy, yeah. Call it the Green Monster. Magic Incredible Mike Hulk. used to make... This is God's honest truth. as lies my witness. Every week was his birthday for anybody that came into the barbershop. <laughs> Me and Corey. You're going to go get one. The liquor store was right across the street from the barbershop. So... And that's his, he would play on people's, <laughs> he would play on people's, you know, he would play on people and Me say, and Corey my would. birthday, it's my birthday, get one. Yeah, so right you said, across the street. He said, right across the street, <laughs> every week it was his birthday, he would always get a free bottle of whatever liquor indulgement he wanted to do. Oh but my Remember, God. like I said, K-Beer. Was flowing through the, the man for two the, years. That shit went on, and niggas never did the Zima beers. Yeah, yeah. Niggas never did catch on. So this is the, the this is the, the this shit we hadn't did in about eight years. So <laughs> last year, Todd on my birthday, we in we in Francis. Everybody's light because everybody didn't left. I'm like, dog, it's my birthday. He's like. Happy birthday. I'm like, no, dog, for real, it's my birthday. He's like, yeah, because I remember Lee Styles, motherfucker, your birthday was three times a month. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, we, Corey used to be like, you gonna get your boy one? And they'd be like, who? <laughs> it's Mike's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey did that shit so much. Yeah. My right hand to God, I called Corey one Saturday or Sunday morning, I said, hey, Joe. It's my last birthday. It was yesterday, all right? I said, I pissed some blood this morning. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> my birthday. You yeah. need some birthdays, man. Shit, yeah, I got to be. get one for Mike. Gotta, I got to be 78 years old right now. And this is, and also, this is the phase <laughs> when, when, in like, what, 01, 02, 03, when Patron popped off? Yeah. Because of Usher? Yeah. Um, and it was drug dealers with drug money coming through the shop. So they can't, you, Mike can't come in there store. and buy me no bottle. And Jamal see it. And Jamal be like, that nigga ain't finna show me up. 
So he got to go get two bottles. Got to get me a bottle. You got to get me a bottle and him and his crew a bottle. And then the other nigga see that, then he go get three bottles. And before you know it, we in the shop till 2.30 in the morning. This is a barbershop that had eight barbers. Corey's in the front on the first chair. Mike was in the second chair. Tone, third chair. Rick, Rick. fourth chair. Vino. Vino, fifth or, or, no, Black was in the fifth. Black, then Vino, then that them, them last three chairs would rotate. Yeah. But but the, but the nucleus, it was the first four chairs. We never did really leave. Tone left, but then, you know, like the nucleus never really left. Like Vino stayed for a bunch of years. We had the one dude that was uh, touching little girls, so he had to get up out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what was his name? Moan. Yeah. Bastard. He was he was touching girls. He still locked up? No, nah, he, he, I don't know what he doing. I don't know. He'll be somewhere with a dick on his ass and a dick in his mouth. I got to gotcha. make a decision which one to take out first. Pop it. Um, so He probably was like, but keep them both in. So, right. <laughs> so you got to understand all, all sound guy, all the liquor movements. Because you know how yeah. Negroes are. You're right. We, we keep something in for a, a year and a half, and then we can dispose of it. Yeah. We're the most disposable community as it is. You know, we'll get rid of North Face in a I, minute. I, I don't honestly don't think it, it's that. I, I think it's because the black community starts so many fucking trends that when people start doing it, they're like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? We Hip-hop. can't have something to ourselves. Hip-hop starts those trends. Yeah. Like with the uh, Jay-Z, with, with the, uh, what was his first alcohol? Who, uh, I, uh, Armadale. Armadale. Yeah, we was getting bottles of that. Oh, my God. God. He was getting bottles of Armadale, and that shit only lasts about a year and a half. That shit only lasts about a year and a half, maybe two years. Two years at the most. You ever had, and that's one of the most smoothest vodkas ever. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, this is coming from a vodka drinker, period. Before Ciroc came into, into play, Armadale had a smooth-ass vodka. I remember Jermaine Dupree tried it. Nah. He tried to make some shit happen with some wheat vodka. Yeah. That shit would that shit didn't fly. Wheat vodka. Wheat vodka made out of wheat. Had niggas, had niggas teeth falling out looking like his. Pop it. Gate Um Niggas try they they you know how you know how these crack what these crackers do. They get the the new nigga and, and throw some shit in his fucking face. Period. So the Armadale was popping for a brief second. Zima. K beard. They remember they put the they put the new rumor out about K Beer saying it was owned by the owned by the clan. That dispersed. The Zima shit they sold out. Then you had what was the shit that T Pain was was rapping for a minute. The the uh uh come on, the pink yeah. shit. The Bahia drink shit. The uh Moscato shit. The uh what was, was that? it? No, it was pink vodka. Uh, oh, I forget. What pink it was. vodka. It was some shit with, with T Pain. Don't have me do the Google research. But anyway, that shit was in for a brief second. Incredible Hulk shit was in for a brief second. Then the Patron. Do you know what I did of T-Pain? What? I was literally sexing this lady down. Off the what? Off of his music. You like? You like did you like T-Pain? And then I said, cut that shit off. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I almost like you. It's on this. 2007, he had a good yeah. run, man. Yeah, 2005 like, to 2007, 2000, he had a like, good run. It was like 2006 when he was really hot. 
Yeah, he had a good run. He had some. Yeah, oh, he had I'm sprung. Sprung. Can sing. I'm sprung. When he oh was my dry. god, I, I was. Just, man, he man. had some jams, Jack. He we, had some fucking cuts. We was fucking like uh, Angela and Ghost. Yeah, but she looked just like T Pain. I said, I to, "Bitch, get your ugly ass off." Cut this music <laughs> off. You enjoyed yourself. <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed I sure did. Right? And I never went over there in the daytime. Pop it. Oh. <laughs> Every time I seen her, it was a, it was a, it was a quarter to leave. Um, I mean, so all the liquor movements, all the the, the clothing movements, you seen Fat Farm, man. It don't get worn no more, man. Nah, they sold out. Fubu. I mean, you see what happened today, right? You see what happened today? What's the name? Tristan Walker sold out. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. But he's moving to Carolina. He's running the plants. But uh, but you know, I got to get my products for Bevel. That's what I shave with. Okay. But, Honestly, shaving is one of the best moments of the day for me. I promise to God. Because why? I'm grooming myself. I'm thinking. I got my music on. I'm in the mirror. I'm looking at myself. I'm thinking to myself of things I need to be doing. But I'm also cutting off the old, revealing the new. You know what I mean? Damn. Man, you so you go through like a whole spiritual fucking thing when you shaving. That shit is not like that for me. <laughs> not at all. Well, when, when, no. I, when I'm showering, no. the shower is to get that pass in the summertime. That pass four hours off of you. Get that off of you. Refresh. Get yourself together. I, I see. I see what you're talking about. I, yeah, I, I yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying. It makes yeah, sense. I just yeah. I never looked at it. Yeah, anything like that. Because you you got to, you, that's that's what I think. Nobody's never told me this. I, I think shaving's but annoying. You, but you really are getting back to it's it's part of your hygiene. You know what I mean? You think so, you, you think it's annoying? Not to I cut think you shaving's off, annoying. My, yeah. Why? Because you got to sit there and be like. We're going to line this up all right and nice and straight because if this isn't straight and this side isn't, somebody's going to say something. Do you live, do you live, this you, has got to be, yeah, that's fucking annoying, You use man. razors or you lose clippers or what? I, I, I go to a barber. <laughs> go to a barber? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I when I do it myself, I don't fucking care, you know, because you can tell that I did it myself. And if you want to see some wild shit, Catch all the barbers in this shop at downtown when they cutting each other and they shaving themselves. And that's like, I would probably liken that to In Vogue getting ready for a concert. Really? In the fucking Invo- dressing room. In Vogue was hard. Divas, though. Hot. I'm talking about divas. You're talking about the black dressing and light skinned girls with black dresses. I'm talking about black men who talk about nothing but masculine shit all day. But they talking about, nigga, don't take my liner back now over here. Man, don't bring my lip up too much <laughs> over here. Nigga, don't, don't, push, don't push my liner in too much on the side, on the taper. It, it, nigga, and it, this could go on until somebody walks in and then this where the silence is broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we don't want to really, we, it's, and it's no like, we got company in here. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we... It's, it's your client here. So take care of your client. Like, you, you see, you know, custom right. conversation, I said, nobody gets more haircuts than Turk. Right. This nigga, will, he don't give a damn if he got a, a $500 haircut in there. 
when it's time for him to get his line and he needs his line and his taper. Turk is the one that's right across from you, right? Yeah. Okay. And and that's just I didn't see him on a Saturday cut trail hair and have two ladies <laughs> waiting with two little boys. And he go sit in trail chair. And that lady walked out of there with the two little boys. She was so mad at him, she snatching the babies. I said, man, you got to be crazy. <laughs> this is a Saturday. I mean, what do you what what do you do as as the barbershop owner? What do you sit up and say to them as, as That's really his money. That don't fall on us. Like the barbershop owner, the thing about people don't understand about the barbershop owner, those are really story. Hold on. individual lease spots for them to make their money. Right. So if you run away your own money, that's on you. If that client decides to go to somebody else's chair because for whatever reason, because they didn't like your service or your timing is wrong and what whatever the case may be, that's on you. That's between you and them. But when you blatantly disrespectful to the whole barbershop, and you run away other clients' money, I mean other barbers' money and clients, now that's a problem for the barbershop owner and you to 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 work out. Okay. But if you run away your own money, that's you. You know what I mean? You know, this is it's things you we we not gonna do in the barbershop. We we not gonna uh blatantly disrespect kids. You know, we try to we try to keep it to a minimum. So the biggest thing in the barbershop is, well, they mamas cuss, and they do this, and they do that. So my thing is, well, we're professional men that's getting paid, and we're making our money, and then no, no, no telling who you're influencing. You know, stories I hear about them coming, about, coming back telling us, Mike, I seen you when I was in jail. Y'all was on CNN. Y'all was on the... The Benji documentary. Y'all was on this, and this person here knows you. That's in jail. You should cut his hair. But they tell us the other side of the story. Man, I wish y'all would listen to y'all when y'all was saying this. But, Mike, I remember you did this, and you told us how this was going to be, and then I was thinking about that in jail. Or you told us, uh, running with these niggas over here ain't going to make us nothing. Go to school. I remember when you was trying to teach so-and-so how to read, and we clowned him. And now he he ain't never been back to jail, but we get to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's stories like that, but it's also the stories. Mike, I remember seeing you slap Big Brother, but you see Big Brother, I take care of him still, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but you know that's not fun enough to remember yeah. taking care of him. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like we 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 look forward to the to the the foolishness that occurred that occurred between you and Big Brother. And B. It, it was it was bad. Yeah. Hey, I'm quite sure you probably have to say go to a part of your uh, a quiet place and say, "Please, Lord, forgive me for what I did." But ne- never have done it. Never pop it. <laughs> but I remember. Also, okay, well, okay, rewind. Also, <laughs> you know what I'm about to say, right? Yeah. I remember a time uh, at Lee Styles Barbershop store. You want you want to know how demented. Uh, Magic Mike mind is him and Corey's mind when they're together and they own bullshit together. Um, they bought some Hell's chicken and they loaded it up with hot sauce for um some guy that was in the, in the neighborhood. 
he came by, and they they was both saying, "Oh, well, we got free chicken here, free chicken, free chicken, free chicken." This hot sauce was called Dave's Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> On the bottle is some motherfucker jalapeno pepper taking a suntan in the sun on the beach in a chair. Finish the rest of the story. Do you remember? Man, we actually, it was actually some, <laughs> a pizza. No, 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 no. Let, no, no, no. I, I'll finish it there. The guy sat down. And he was like, you know, he was like, <laughs> he was like, he started eating chicken. Woo, this shit's hot. Woo, this, God damn, this shit's hot. <laughs> Niggas started sweating. <laughs> whole barbershop started laughing. The whole bar, I'm in there getting my hair cut. In the chair, this nigga's in there. Oh my God, give me some water. He's wiping off sweat on his eyebrow. Mind you, before he offered the chicken to him, before he walked in and offered the chicken to him and everything, we saw this nigga load up that hot sauce on that fucking chicken. Now, you know, you with Harold's chicken, you get mild sauce or you get mild sauce mixed with hot. He loaded that shit up with chicken and put the other pick pieces, fries really on top of it. He rearranged it and, and the nigga got through eating. Like, oh my God, I can't take this no more. I can't, he just, I can't take this no more. Dark skinned old nigga, too. He couldn't take, I'm like, we, we at the whole barbershop started laughing. Mike is a fucking fool when he, he's on his bullshit. I just seen a whole lot of bullshit at League Styles, but this was the oh, main man, one. This happened about at least 15 years ago. I we still remember one dude, to this day. He went outside and started eating snow. <laughs> <laughs> what man, happened? We gave it to him on the chicken. We were like, you want some chicken? He was like, yeah, give me a piece. That mother got to eating it. <laughs> Nigga went outside and scooped up a handful of snow. <laughs> And, and put that shit in his mouth. <laughs> remember, uh, remember uh, uh, the old guy that walked up down the street called me Simeon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Emerson. Yeah. His last name, Hoover. Yeah. So you say Hoover, everybody thinks he's talking about Larry Hoover. Right. Man, we get here some chicken one time. That that's boy, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, yeah that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> he looked at the TV. He turned it around and looked at the whole shop. He said, oh, yeah, it's hot. It's hot to the motherfucker. God damn it's hot. He had the whole barbershop laugh and the whole <laughs> shop laugh for the next 15 years. Every time he came here, he's like, get that hot chicken, huh? <laughs> but and, and this is before now everybody eats hot chicken now. You dig what I'm saying, sound guy? And and, and, and reasonable ignorance. Everybody eats hot chicken now. We didn't know nothing about no hot chicken back then. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole hot, the Nashville hot chicken craze yeah, and shit. Yeah. You know, but we 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 knew about mild sauce on chicken. But he loaded that shit up. We talk, I'm sitting up here watching him. Like he, you know, we got the, he just doing it. <laughs> Man, we did. Loading the, that shit up with hot sauce. You did it with the pizza. We gave it to Big Brother. Yeah. Big Brother took it back over there to Harold's. He said, bitch, <laughs> didn't I tell you, don't put that hot shit on my food. <laughs> he was drunk as hell. He threw his whole fucking whole fucking tray of chicken at that lady. Thank Damn. God it was a bulletproof glass up there. But we it started because a dude named Marlon. He was real swole. He ate our piece of the week before. Mm-hmm. So I was downtown. We in uh, Navy Pier, 
And the lady said, you try some of these gourmet hot sauces. I said, what's the hottest one you got? Because my mind clicked instantly. I'm going to put this on the pizza. Okay. She said, I'm going to put a, just a, a tip on your Excuse me. on your thumb. Live Belgium. On your, on your finger. Mm-hmm. And I put it in my mouth. I said, damn, this shit is hot. My head was sweating. I said, give me that. She said, it's nine <laughs> I said, no problem. I told Corey, I said, Friday, I got some for your boy Marley. Uh, we ordered How much a, was it, you said? $9. Oh. Dave's Insanity Hot Sauce. Man, I put that on the pizza, lifted up the cheese and put it on there. Uh-huh. He came in there like, oh, y'all motherfuckers got another pizza, huh? <laughs> God damn it. I was like, man, you can't have none on this pizza. He's like, fuck that. I eat the last one. I'm going to eat this one. He got the right piece. Uh-huh. And what happened? He chewed like four chews. He said, you motherfuckers got hot shit on the pizza. Bob's. <laughs> 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 Hey, he said, I should drive my fucking navigator through this fucking wall <laughs> shot. I said, you that mad? Because <laughs> what we did, I got an AK in the car, motherfucker. I shoot this motherfucker. He was mad as hell. League style story. But I his swear. eyes was running the whole time. <laughs> and I'm trying to stop from laughing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, fuck him. <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off. Man. Another story, real quick story. We've gone all the way off topic. We supposed to talk whole. We had a whole shit that we worked this out on the way over here. But fuck it, we just we were going with it. Magic Mike, uh, with a certain person that we all know, um, the person that was affiliated affiliated with uh, uh, the ex basketball player. You know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, go ahead. He comes in the in the shop, and Mike's just lets him fucking have it. We talking about just. Says all types of fuck shit. Talks about his personal shit with the fuck he how he tore up the community, how he ran through this person's finances. Yeah. <laughs> he came in just to get a haircut and 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 everything, but he, he walked out mad and angry. Now, this happens all the time. But he was really on he was really on one that day. Yeah. Can expound on that? Yeah. It was Antoine Walker and the guy that broke him. <laughs> so when the 30 for 30 broke, when the 30 for, that's the, that no pun intended, when the 30 for 30 broke on, you know, when it came out about being broke. Yeah. And they said this about the guy that they took all his money from Antoine Walker. From uh, the business deals he had set up here in the, in uh, on the south side of Chicago, with the he had Section Eight building, and the guy was taking the checks and he was putting the checks into his own personal account storage. And right before it got hot, he cleaned out his accounts Damn. and hit the money and went and did a year and a half. And uh, Twan took the hit for it, and uh, I let him have it. About that shit when he came in the barber shop, and uh, we didn't. He was mad at me, but what the fuck was he gonna do to me? He old guy, I ain't Antoine Walker. I ain't. It's 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 when you when you different statuses have different protocols, and that could lead into we could we could transform this into right like someone we was gonna talk about what we said earlier. Yeah, about the comedians. I'm a comedian. 
I'm a guy in the neighborhood that doesn't really have that that money. People know me as being funny. I'm going to say whatever. And once or twice it has really got heated in situations where you got to call them guys in and be like, hey, look, joke went too far. Come through, G. Really? Yeah. It has one, you know, to that point. Like, you got to call that dude next to dude that's in Colorado. That dude that's on the street okay. that's really representing for dude that's in Colorado. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that's my man. The guy that's on the street. Okay. And he let it be known, like, hey, look, that's Mike. You don't fuck with Mike like that. Right. Good guy. He's a comedian. Take him for what he is. Don't touch him. Right. Let me deal with him. Right. We had a hard-to-hard talk for about two hours one day. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, you know, I mean, he he told me some jail shit, and it fucked me up. I was like, all right. And my jokes went south for about a good 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, this motherfucker for real. Right. You know, because he told me some real shit. Mm-hmm. What, his, what, what, what his plan is and, and you know how he really feels and that, and how long he been knowing me, but how he feel about me. So I had to respect that. Right. But don't put him in no position like that. You know what I mean? Right. Now, that's before this, that's that's after, that's before, me and him had that conversation after me and Fred. I was never scared of no Fred. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. nigga, we all men. It's, 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 we, it's whatever. Like tonight, I'm in, I'm in the shop tonight with a nigga, and that's why I left the shop tonight, because... Tonight, it's a nigga that come in the shop. And I called him on some shit that he tried to bring to the shop that was not in the shop. Mm-hmm. But he gets his dreads done in the shop. Okay. But he a young boy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he he young. He, But he tried to talk all around the shop, but he tried to like act like he ain't talking to me. Nigga, I am the shop. Can I expound? And so I told him, look, look here, man. Don't be no pussy shit around me like you really like you just fuck with smiley you fuck with black you fuck with tone this and that you don't fuck with me nigga I would take this motherfucking way to bust your fucking face with it mm-hmm. but I had to calm myself down cause my man also told me in that conversation you can't kill everybody and everybody ain't worth killing Right. it's a trade off Right. so some niggas you gotta leave them right where they be at because they really ain't going to match up to your intelligence no matter what you do in life. Right. So I had to understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's a life lesson. Yeah. I, I reached back for that. Because yeah. he had me heated tonight. Trying to talk around me, but trying to include me. But don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I told him some shit tonight. He wanted to hear Muhammad's song. Trying to tell everybody to play Muhammad's song. I was like, man, spell Muhammad. Pop it. <laughs> Spell Muhammad. Wait, wait. It, it, it was the person that was in Black's chair? Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. Okay. Your boy. <laughs> talking okay, okay, okay. I was like, nigga, spell Muhammad. Um, we'll, we'll play the song when you play, spell Muhammad. Muhammad got a song? It about Chicago. Some bullshit. Okay, got it. Then he told, he, he said, Jay-Z, eat your heart out. So I said, damn it. <laughs> What does the world come to when a nigga standing in the back of a barbershop is telling Jay-Z to eat his heart out? Right. Tell my hip-hop started in New York. Rewind. Yeah, give me a rewind. 
Now we're going to start the show on Nika. So, so, <laughs> so, okay, so earlier this week, right, coupled with the fact that um, what's been going on with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Did we touch on the Kevin Hart shit, situation last week? Yeah. Or did it happen, expound, or did it, it, it? Lightly, we touched on it lightly. Okay, so Kevin Hart, Snub, says something. They brought up some tweets from Kevin Hart. 2011 tweets. Yeah, they brought up some, some homophobic tweets he did. He was supposed to host the Oscars, didn't host the Oscars. He said, I'm not apologizing. He went back and apologized um, on Twitter. Um, not going to host the Oscars. Glad, which is the gay, lesbian, such and such organization. They wanted him to be make this a teachable moment. They wanted him not to not be able to host the uh, they Oscars. wanted him to host the Oscars, not step down from it. He said, "No, nah, I'm not doing it." Come back words <clears throat> come brought forward was Nick Cannon. Shout out to Nick Cannon. <laughs> Hand claps for Nick Cannon again. Nick Cannon brought up old tweets by Chelsea Handler, um, Amy Schumer. Which are white comedians, white female comedians who have said something disparagingly about gays, also. Then Artie Lang, um, who's a comedian of the from the white delegation, spoke and said something at, over the weekend that was supposed to be on the comedy show, on the Comedy Central show. They X'd him out of that show, along with another comedian of the Indian delegation from New Jersey. Um, who said was on a college thing and had his mic cut off and show dispersed because he said something according to his homophobic. I posed the question on Monday, Magic Mike, Sound Guy Mike, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast fan. Are comedians about to be more and more censored? Can you not say anything at all without making somebody sensitive Period. Are we living? We are living in a PC sensitive delegation culture now, where you can get canceled for saying something deemed derogatory because of a person's gen, uh, a person's gender, or a person's uh, um, what they identify. What they feel, you know, their sexual identification and everything like that. Are you all, I mean, are you going to be able to be a comedian now? Yeah. Is it rough? It, it depends on how far I want to go with being a comedian. Uh, how far up on the pay scale I want to go. How far up I want to re- reveal in my life and the keeping the realness of being a comedian. Uh, we come from a different, different, the world is different now from when we grew up in the 80s and in the 90s when it wasn't shit. And right now they got three bathrooms in some high schools. Yeah. You know? The, uh, the, That's the, fucking crazy. The, the transsexuals, the the women, and the men, you know? So uh, it's different now. You can't say the word fag. You can't say the word gay. 
the word gay man happy I, at I, first, right? I got right? a question though. But how can you describe something that's gay if you can't say gay? Because uh, I don't understand. That's I don't understand that they hijacked it. They hijacked the word. I don't understand that. Like, okay, if something is gay, and you're like, man, that's gay, and then they're like, oh, I'm offended because you said it's gay, and I'm like, but it is gay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm I'm fucking lost with this. Even shit. even coupled with the I'm fact just... that, and we gonna go back to you. Even coupled with the fact that that you just said that, right? Yeah. Um. I made a reference to, it's about the referencing. I made a reference to, uh, remember when the situation that happened a couple of weeks ago with the uh, the Mercy Hospital? Yeah. I said, um, I was I made a comment on, on, on Facebook in, re, in, in regards to it, and I said, well, um, thank God he wasn't black. It was, it was a Mexican. You know how they, how they are about they, at times, they can get real hot about it. Yeah. God told me, of the black delegation, that's racist. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. You mean you are niggas together. You know what I'm saying? How the fuck is that racist? I'm pointing out the a, a truth. It was a Mexican who did it. Go back to what you were saying. He probably was has a Mexican girlfriend up. I, have a I don't Mexican give a fuck whether he had a <laughs> But But until her brothers shoot the shit out of him and cut his heart out. Pop it! <laughs> he gonna go against you. You know what I mean? You can't call people for what they are. Like I said, the gays got to chill out. You're human too. Everybody gets, I got talked about, about the shape of my head, the color of my skin, black Michael Walton. You know you've been called out your name. Every I, was, I get joke, called shit every, all the time. Every fat joke you get possibly here. I know you've been called out your name. You got to roll with the punches. They don't want to roll with the punches. They so. want they want they want to give the punches out. They feel Fuck they that. they're feeling that you're demeaning them. You're putting putting them in situations where they can get physically and mentally and spiritually harmed and could die for this. We talking about the trans. We talking about the uh, the, the actual gays. We talking about the liberal lesbians. The whatever else. What is a liberal lesbian? A lesbian who believes in the liberal uh, uh, movement, all that kind of shit, who votes like that in the you, liberal movement. You know, you know, honestly, I here's how much I don't fucking pay attention to shit like this. I don't even know, honestly, what the fuck a liberal is. Like, okay. I, I just, that's how, that's how much I, I like, it, it, to me, it just seems, because I'm not, I, I could give a fuck less about politics, really. But to me, it seems like nowadays, it's like there's what is it Republicans? I I used to only know about Republicans and Democrats, and now there's a liberal. I I don't know what the liberals, fuck the liberals are. Liberals are, are liberals are black people, college educated, um, people who like uh the big government, um, who are you about said, the, wait wait let me finish who about the social ill. Who, are, who, are, who believe in about social, so uh, the social things of society and stuff like that? Uh, is, are those the PC people? Is that what yes. PC people right. are? Right. So the, what... the PC people, stuff like that. So the, the opposite is the alt right, which is they believe in nothing. They want to protect um, the banking. They want to protect. They worry about their finances. They worry about sticking to moral values and Christianity values and voting that. And they're anti-gay. They're anti. Abortion, they're anti 
They're pro uh, guns. What else? Pro life. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. I mean, I think I think I fucking. I think I can't. I'll give you a working definition shortly, but you know that's what fuck them all is what that's what the that's what the liberals the liberals feel (laughs) like that everybody's fucking. I say fuck everyone. So the liberals attacked Kevin Hart. Okay. And made him step down. The liberals, the black queer movement. I mean, not the black queer movement. The queer movement. You know, whatever they, they. they took offense to, and they like they came in after, they come on after the, uh, the the Alabama quarterback, you know, yeah, Kyler Murray, yeah, um, for some shit that he said when he was 14, 15 years of age, you know, um, but you as a comedian, Magic, I mean, you could get on the stage and and actually you can get booed, or you could get your set cut because you sit up there and say, because you speak your life. I, you speak your life. And like I've told people thousands of times before, I tell people in the neighborhood, it was a gay dude named Ramon. Uh, he was two years older than us. He was a sophomore. We was in eighth grade. Me and my man Dave. And Ramon was a fat guy. You mind us a fat Albert. He told us, look, I want to see y'all when we get done playing football. I was like, what? We knew he was like kind of, you know, on on the fag side. So that motherfucker crept over by us. He's like, I want to suck y'all dick after we get through playing football. Oh, my God. Man, do you know we threw every bottle we could find and brick. But my boy Day Day, it was, it was here, Day, uh, Styles by Day. He threw like one or two bricks. Nigga, I took it to the hilt. I chased this nigga three blocks all the way to his house. Every brick and bottle I could find, cat, <laughs> you know what's dog, whatever. He brought his mama back to my house. Yeah. Stories. His mama, Ronald Dobell, told my mama, your son was throwing bottles and bricks at my son, this and that. So my mama called me, Michael, come here. You throwing bottles at him? I was like, yeah. She was like, what you throwing bottles at him for? Say he fat and he black. She's like, hey, what, what what you doing that for? I was like, you really want to know why? She's like, yeah. I said, can I say it? She's like, yeah, say it. I said, he said he want to suck our dicks. My mama looked at her, looked at him. She said, he a fag? And shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> and she wouldn't call every member of the family. So it was like she was telling him, well, he ain't going to be gay. Pop it! <laughs> 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 it was at that point. And from that point on, that's when I was able to talk to girls on the phone nonstop. But you can be canceled now. But I tell that story on stage. Uh-huh. And sometimes it gets a warm reception. Sometimes it's not a warm reception. It's it, in in that crowd you have undercover gays, dick suckers. You have uh meat lickers. <laughs> Um, like you have gays. outright gays, <laughs> you have the lesbians, you have the studs, you have people that just are, are offended for them because they have like a brother or sister or a cousin or some kind of family member that's involved with that kind of community and kind of, and everything. You can't say shit. Now, even, even in hip hop, it's going to come to the point where in hip hop, you can't say the word fag in the rhymes anymore. What happened? What was the first time we heard that? Where? 
brand new, and Punk's gonna jump up to get beat down. Now, even no, when no, they no, make we'll, them we'll, change the lyrics to that. Well, even before that, let's go way before that. Um, Grandmaster Flash and, and the Furious Five. Uh, used to be a fag hat. Went to the city and got social sedity. Yeah, some shit, something like that. Went to prison, fag, some shit like that. Spent the next two years as an undercover fag, being used and abused and saved like hell to where he was found hung. Yeah. You know, know, that's the message, though. You know, that was all that was, uh, all that that shit went. He told a story about a, a dude who was into the fast life. And then the shit went wrong. Uh, once it went wrong, he had to go to jail. And once he got in jail, niggas turned him into a punk. Then his life was over. And that shit was so. I mean, like that's one of the 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 that rhyme was said in like eighty, eighty one. Now I want to say eighty one, eighty two, and that shit can fit. Life today to a T. It can. That's music, man. To That's a T. Cold, and that was Me- Melly Mel from Grandmaster Flash. Motherfuckers can't do that. He man. wrote that verse, and it's another dude that wrote all the other verses. They didn't write their own verses for that. For that, what's wrong? But his shit was a. Uh, he he didn't. I think he wrote Broken Glass everywhere. Uh, Broken Glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage like that's what opened up the song. All right. But then it goes to Mel's verse at the end. And then that's when uh he went, he did this dude's whole life in like 30 bars. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, he told a real transparent story of what guys are going through to this day. But what I'm saying is that, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. The cancel the cancel culture, the um, the cancel culture, the 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 culture of uh, me too, me too. You know, it's it's got everybody. I think, I think me too lost a lot of credibility. I don't think it has. I, I think, think it, okay, maybe so. But maybe you, maybe so. Maybe you, so. You you got it. Sex is in everything. You you're nervous. You nervous yeah. now. Next, sex is in everything. It's so. Prevalent in everything. You can't even call a woman a baby now. You can't. You thanks, baby. Come, I'm gonna hold the for. I'm gonna hold the door for you, baby girl. Everything you can't even say that shit now. They're doing now is sex oriented. TV, music, uh, shit, social media, Instagram it, models. It seems naked. like they trying to trap motherfuckers. Tumbling. They throwing all this sex shit out there and then being like, "Ha, ah, you sexualized me" or some shit. It's like, what the fuck? So is it? A, like, is it like, I don't fucking. Uh, is it a decision you got to make? Do you have a, Do saying. you have to make a religious decision, or do you have to make a just a, a just human being this, nature? This demonic ass world. It's just crazy. I don't fucking know what the fuck. That's why I stay behind this goddamn. Mix- <laughs> Mixing boy right here. Rewind. You know give me, yeah, give me rewind. Go ahead. This, 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 I don't know what to even call this dude, man. This dude has, uh, let me, let me first say this. It's a, it's a few subjects I want to talk about. But today in the barbershop, we watch Say My Name, Sandra Bland. 
And to me, they murdered that lady. Okay, why? Give me the short of it, because I haven't seen the documentary. Man, they the, the, they took her down from being hung, right? Mm-hmm. But the noose that they showed was from a garbage bag, a, a see-through garbage bag. Okay. It it wasn't like like they took it off her neck, like stretched out. Mm-hmm. It was just like a tired noose hanging from a bar out of the ceiling. And they said they tried to revive her, right? There was no picture, so they said that's why they didn't take a picture of her hanging. Then, her lawyer said there was no fingerprints on the bag at all. Not her fingerprints or nobody else's fingerprints. All this because she was pulled over because the state trooper the ranger was coming up so fast on her that she just got over. And he said she didn't use her signal to get over. Okay. And she was smoking a cigarette, and he told her to put the cigarette out. And then he opened the door and wanted her to get out the car. He smacked her. Okay. Then threw her down on the ground. There was another guy taping it, a white guy taping it. And they was trying to get him to get away with his camera. Man, it 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 had so many open questions. Like, then you just be like, man, they killed her. Let me Especially ask you. after we were we went through here with Jason Van Dyke and Laquan McDonald. Especially after seeing the man get choked, Eric Gardner in New York City, mm-hmm. and he said, "I can't breathe." There's no way in the world you could tell me that this lady hung herself. So they went and played. They said, well, she had a large amount of weed in her system, and she had a, uh, the THC count was big, so she was depressed. She had just lost a baby 14 months before, and she was thinking that her life was going to be over because she had a felony now because she hit an officer. So she was sitting there. That's what this white guy is saying. That's the, the sheriff over the, the uh, Waller County. Okay. That's that's his that's his like, well, she killed herself. And his attorney. Like, yeah, she killed herself. Let me ask you something. Um they were making it alluding to uh, I saw a couple of posts that were alluding to her bail, uh, only being five hundred dollars. Yeah. What happened with that? Well, she made the one call and she never got a chance to make another call. To her people or nothing. And then, you know, his bells bombs are down there, but she never got a chance to make a call to a bells bomb. So it's a lot of man, as this if 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 you really She couldn't bond her own self out. I don't know why that, that didn't happen. You know, she was going to this job, but she had a lot of posts about her saying it was Sandra, hashtag Sandra Speaks about her saying what was wrong with the police killing these black people. I'm not saying she was targeted because I don't I, think I, it was I on her page. Was, yeah, I don't think she was targeted. I don't think like it was a dude in the barbershop today. You know, the one thing about being in a barbershop watching certain shit, here come all the theories. Yeah. Some nigga, some about 
Well, they went through a Facebook page, then they killed her. Man, if you don't sit your dumb ass up. I mean, I can't really see that. They they was upset that she was a black woman mouthing back off to them. Yeah, I can see that. Was it avoidable on her part in regards to that? I mean, be honest. I'm, t- be I'm frank and honest, please. I'm speaking from a guy that's license is suspended, so I'm on my best behavior when they pull me over. Yeah. I'm 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 cordial, telling the truth, not a lie. My hands is always visible. I got my insurance. I got the general. God damn it. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> Pops. I got Shaq insurance. Yeah, damn. But but you know I'm 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 serious now. But from her her point, the dude came back. He's like, you sound a bit irritated. She's like, yeah, I'm irritated because you pulled me over because I didn't use my signal and he was coming up behind me so fast. That I didn't get a chance to do it because I thought you was gonna hit me. He's like, "Well, put your cigarette out." She was like, I was, "You know, like she was smoking a cigarette, probably because she was nervous that she put her cigarette out." She was like, "All this for a, a failed signal?" He's like, "Well, get out the car." And it goes to show you, it was a white lady that's like a a preacher. She has on her, uh, you know, her black, not white, you know, thing, right on that. She says, he wouldn't have pulled me out the car like that because of my skin complexion. He wouldn't have treated me like that. This on Netflix? It's on HBO. Okay. It's on On Demand. Watch it. Uh, if you work with white people, don't watch it. This like Roots 2018. It's um, going to put some, it's going to make you grit your teeth. It's going to make you say, man, they kill you. Like, it, I mean, watch I, it with I, your children, and then let them know how to act around these it, it, officials. My thing is, my thing is, um, sound guy magic. It's like you can't get these motherfuckers ammunition. You can't get these guys, these guys, and these women. Um, that's not even whether they're of the skin of your own skin color or not. That's behind these behind these these uh, police uniforms. You can't give them ammunition to make for you not to make it back home. Whatever happens, something happened to me, I did not kill myself. I live, hey, I'm living for the next day. Don't believe that shit. My, one of my models is no two days are the same. Yeah. One day you have scrambled eggs, next day you're scrambling to get them. You never know what tomorrow brings. So fuck that. Don't believe Michael Walton killed himself. I believe, I, and I believe in, you know, if you come across the police, say minimal, it's possible. You know, you know what's, what, this is, it's really fucked up how you have to raise your children now when it comes to the police. Because before, when, you know, when kids are young, you know, you, you're told, you know, to, to trust the police and shit like that. Which really, you, you see, it's really only for white people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, um... Like, you know, sometimes when your kids are in the car, you need to run into the store real quick, get something, run back out. So sometimes, you know, you leave your kid in the car and not not just the baby, but the eight, the the nine year old. I leave her, you know, with with the with the kid and I run in the car. I mean, run into the store. And before I go into the store, I tell her, do not open this door for nobody because it's locked. And I said, except me. 
And I was like, or no, I said, don't open this door for nobody. And then, and she was like, what about the cops? And I was like, especially the cops, do not open it for them. You know, I was like, I'm the only one that you opened this door for. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and then I'll leave the door locked and then I'll go in the store and come back. Right. You feel me? But it's fucked up that yeah. you have to tell your children, do not speak to the cops. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're not there to help you. Yeah. And that's fucked up that my 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 13 year old son is getting ready to come here on the 20th. You feel me from Mississippi? Now he ain't never. He's excited to be in Chicago. Ain't for never, good? He's coming for good? No, no. He's just coming for Christmas, and I'm still working some stuff out. Got you. I'll, I'll I'll know by next August. Hand claps on that. But on the real though, I, I like you. You think about Laquan McDonald. Being a kid, 16 years old, my son is only three years younger than that, yeah. you know? A cop will put a bullet through my son like he's a grown-ass man. And that's fucked up that I have to tell you know, teach teach my son, you can't trust these cops. Right. You know, even if you call them when you're in trouble, that's fucked. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I understand what you're saying. You, you have to be, you have Say minimal as possible. Give me your ID. Um, minimal. I mean, a lot of times we get caught up in why, why this, why that, and then want to go back and forth words for words and stuff like that. You ain't got trust. Trust me. It's about making it back home. Relax. Just like he wants to. Yeah, make it back home. Be careful. Be cool. Get you out. It's about you getting out that jam. You don't want to be the Irish bar room store. Yeah. You know, you don't. You, you don't want to be the online fucking Irish bar because no. yeah. they get online, they talk that shit. Them crackers sit up there and they got a chat room where they talk shit, and you can go to this chat room and look at all these comments are being said. Shit, the same shit they were saying about Laquan and shit. Yeah, and that's 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 sad. And I know a couple. They could of guys, be anonymous and saying all that shit. Go the ahead. The guys that come in the barbershop, that's that are CPD, mm-hmm. and they tell me all the time. Man, it's separated as hell. It is. Because of the way they're treated and the way they're not respected. And it's always, it's segregated in the police force still, you know. Like uh, like Chicago. One di- yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, you One district, they had two police commit suicide in the same station. District 10 over there. Yeah, wow. You ever notice that if you get pulled over by or get stopped or anything by a white officer and a black officer, the white one will sick the black one on you. Of course. You ever notice that? Yeah. In other words, black deal, one will deal fuck with your you people. Jack you up. And in other words, deal with your people because you know how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get time for this shit. That actually happened to me right after I left here one night. I got pulled over. And the thing is, is you know how you can make a right turn in fucking America mm-hmm. at, a, at a stoplight or whatever? You know, and so I looked right at the cop, and I made a fucking right turn. And so it, there was, uh, the black one was driving, and then the white one was in the passenger seat. And so I, I went, and I pulled up in front of my fucking house, man. They pulled up behind me. And now the fucking black cop comes out, walks up, and he's like, he's like, you didn't have your seatbelt on. And I'm like, I looked at him, I'm like, you fucking for real? Like, I just pulled it off right now. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, you didn't. And I'm like... All right, so you want that shit? And I pulled out my military ID. Boom! And I gave that to him. You know what I'm saying? And then he looked at it, and he was like, 
oh, all right, well, have a nice day. And he left. I'm like, you cocksucking motherfucker. Like, just thinking in my fucking head, like, you cocksucking motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you they rent, they rent, did they run your shit in at all or what? Oh, he showed my no. military he ID my military. And, and, and he gave some respect um, for that. Give me a rewind. We're going to rip through this. King of R&B, uh, Magic Mike, that's been to talk about it since Jacquees, uh said that he was the king of R&B of this new generation. Your thoughts? <laughs> Shit, uh, Randy Walker got more hits than uh, Jacquees. <laughs> you don't know who Randy Walker Pop. is. Pop. That's Mr. Uh, <laughs> from Coming to America. That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I believe the children are the feature. Randy Watson. <laughs> I said Randy Walker, didn't I? Yeah. Randy Watson. I was like, yeah. who the fuck is Randy, yeah, Randy Walker? Watson. But uh, Jacquees, man, I don't know none of his songs, man. I don't know who Jacquees is, is but I know who Randy Watson is. Yeah. Uh, he said some reckless shit, and, and he got, he became trendy. He has and, a song out called right now called "You." That that's really in, in the club with him and Days Low. Um, he did say what he was supposed to say, but we in the in the we in the generation we in the deli- we're in the society now where hype is everything. Yeah. Hype is marketing, so you get on there and, and pop some shit. Does he have a stage show? He performed at Soul Train Awards just recently. Did he do good? Is his stage presence there? I like. The is he like Chris Brown and Usher? No, not yet. Not yet. Is it? Is it does he have the uh, the pen like a, a Kells? No. And does he have the street thing like Bobby Brown? No. He might have the street thing. He got arrested the other day. Does he have the street appeal like Bobby Brown on the stage? <laughs> That bullshit. Get, All that bullshit get, aside, Marvin Phipps said, have what did Marvin Phipps say? <laughs> what? You can't be the king of uh, R&B if you ain't never did cocaine. I yes. was going to say that. <laughs> Popping. Oh, <man. laughs> oh, my God. Can't be the king of R&B if you ain't never say, did cocaine. I was going to say, have yeah. the cocaine habit of Bobby Brown. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. It ain't just Bobby Brown. And now. Whitney. Yeah, it's you got Chris niggas. Brown. Chris Brown. Bobby Brown. Um, Pentagrass. Um, Marvin Gaye, all Rick James, Rick James, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get your shit up. So Jacquees got to be a drug addict? No, he got to get his shit up with his numbers on on the on the on the song. Do we have to sniff coke? I guess if he wants some some hits, if he want to go out there and make a fool. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get your shit on. You gotta get some production. He gotta get production. You gotta get some. You gotta get some number one hits. You gotta let them motherfuckers ride and ride out. I mean, when you you're a king R and B, when your shit, when Usher that eighty seven on one, yeah, king R and B. Yeah. When that uh, you make me wanna, yeah, Usher, yeah, king R and B. Professional. When you uh got the R Kelly, twelve play, yeah. The next the next album R yeah. Kelly, the double album. R, King R and B. You know it, when you let when you let songs ride back to back to back thirty yeah. years later, like my prerogative, the five singles he got on there, and everybody knows him from the kids all the way up. Yeah. King R and B. When you like Michael Jackson, and they take you out of the soul and they put you in pop, they create a whole nother genre of music for you called popular music, because this nigga is just not R and B. Everybody's liking this shit. Cause Thriller, they released Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson 
say, 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 say. No, say, say, say. So that got the Beatles fans over there to listen, right? Then they came back with Beatle, right? Beat it, right? Right. That got the rock that uh, Eddie Van Halen on the guitar. They got the rock and roll fans listen, right? Right. Then they come with Billy Jean. So that gets the black guys, the black people to listen because of the, the, the bass drum. Now that you put them all together, then you come with human nature. Now Michael Jackson is off and flying. Now we have something totally different now. Let now me we read, got let me read this 45 right. million motherfucking songs, record sold. Now it's called popular music. Let me read this real quick. Jacquees doesn't make real R&B. Tory Lane doesn't make real R&B. Bryson Tiller, Ty Dolla Sign, August Alsina, Trey Songs doesn't make real R&B anymore. Anymore. Chris, okay, this person said Chris Brown doesn't make real R&B. When I say they don't make real R&B music, I'm referring to subject matter. Yeah. These niggas be singing rap lyrics at this point. Yeah. If it, it doesn't have... It doesn't have to be 90s R&B to be real R&B. SZA is in 90s and made a great R&B project. Um, DVSN makes great R&B music. I'm not up on them just yet. I don't know. Um, LMA has two great R&B singles. Tiana Taylor and You're Gonna Love Me is a great R&B record. The genre is called rhythm and blues. If it ain't no blues in it, it ain't R&B. You agree? Totally. Because you got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis writing mm -hmm. from a rhythm and blues perspective. You got L.A. and Babyface writing from a rhythm and blues perspective. Let me finish with these last two points of what, what the person was saying. Yeah. My main point is you can't be king of R&B until your main gig is R&B. All these niggas be doing mad other shit. Um. That's basically what he's what he was saying. You agree with some of the stuff that you heard or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Luther Vandross. A house is not a home. That's fucking rhythm and blues. Come on, man. That 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 that's that's rhythm and blues in any love. Rhythm and blues. Like that's that's the rhythm of the but it's really the blues that's in my heart that I'm I'm fucked up. Everyone needs a love to find. Any love. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody needs somebody to love. Any love. You know what I'm saying? As a side note, I need a side note right quick. Um, did you know Robert Covington was from Chicago? Yeah. You knew about him back in yeah, high school? Yeah. No, not in high school. He, he, he bust on the scene really to everybody at the uh, Nike, Nike uh, Summer League shit. Okay. When he started making a lot of buckets and shit. Gotcha. Mr. Pros. Well, go back to what you're saying. But So you don't you don't believe Chris Brown is Chris Brown is the, was that dude for one point in time. But you know, it, it switched off when he's came through with the, these hoes ain't loyal. You know? And that's that's what flipped the whole shit. Not everybody thought they could just if that's the case, shit. Drake the king of R and B. What the fuck? If you really think about it, if you really think That's about it. That's who really is the, the rhythm and blues guy around here. He got the blues in his motherfucking music. He's singing. Keisha, do you love me? Yeah. Do you want to stay? Say you're going to always be riding. Never leave from beside me. Come on, man. But, Jacquees said he's the king of R&B. So, young man, if you going to claim that, 
You got to come with this shit. You supposed if you was gonna claim that, you supposed to have a whole hit feel album to drop this Friday on every platform. Um, and what motherfuckers checking for? Your shit's supposed to be like Meek Mills was when he dropped. It's supposed to be trending on all platforms. And you're supposed to be having like you supposed to be your feature game is supposed to be hard. Niggas supposed to go to you for the uh for the chorus for the go to for the choruses and shit. This nigga not like uh, like Nate Dog. He not like Daddy Boy. He not like fucking uh, Johnny P. He not like them dudes that was is really singing on all the hooks on every fucking song. And if he was like that, you know, baby, you let him do it because baby want that check. Yeah, you want to fuck all the women and baby trying to fuck you, boy, out of all your money. Um, so yeah, all right. Give me uh. I'll rewind right quick. Here we go. We get your thoughts on this question. I know I may miss out on on my possible soulmate, but does it make sense to wait until I'm in my 40s to marry and start a family? That way, my finances are in order and any potential cheating is out of my system. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. So her eggs be out of the system too. <laughs> yeah. Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, one of them motherfuckers gonna have. A... <laughs> one of them kids you'll get a check for. Oh my god. Yeah, you'll get a check for one of them motherfuckers. So don't worry about your financial system. <laughs> yeah. Social service. A wheelchair gonna come out your pussy. <laughs> oh. oh, you should have heard the comments that that was said by some of the people. Mm. Um, one of the ladies was like, "Just stay single. Don't try bringing your broke penis and low hanging balls to a woman after you've used up, after you've used it up with the community." Oh, that was a dude that said that. <laughs> it's a woman that said that. Wow, that's terrible. Uh, I mean, they said it, they think from what from what the context they reading it from is that. A guy wrote this to to uh sent this to, sent this in. Um, so another another comment said, "Oh, dry, shriveled up painters. We don't want we don't want your old ass now." No. Um, cheating is a choice, so there's no age limit. Yes, it's wise to wait until business is in order to start a family and get married. Um, another person said, "This is equivalent of a woman who spent her twenties and thirties having babies with every goon." That called her cute. Now with five baby daddies, five babies, four baby daddies, three strikes and two court dates and one bad attitude, she want to ask Jesus, where's my husband? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Go to the next question, man. That, 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 I can't say nothing behind that. Oh, my God. Damn. Bitch, you ran them all off. If a person says um, it's complicated as their social media relationship status, is that equivalent to saying I'm a side chick dude? I'm a side chick slash dude. Mm. Well, I just don't know love when I get it. <laughs> yeah. That what I mean? It's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's what's that hand? What's the hand sign for? <laughs> <laughs> Give me two more. There we go. All right. Um, 
So anyway, um, what was your thoughts on that on that question, Sam guy? <laughs> I don't got no thoughts on that. Man. You never have any thoughts on that. Why is it that you don't have any thoughts on that? Why, why, why? None? Mm, no. My mind is blank with that. It is? Oh, yeah, I'm not in situations like that. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't got nothing to comment on it. Here we go. After I graduated from college, I moved in with my dad. Never had a good relationship. My brother left a bowl in the sink, and dad went ballistic. I told him to calm down because of, of his blood pressure. Him? Bitch, get out. Was I wrong? Advice. No. He, the, the dad told the daughter after college, he was tired. Dad <laughs> wanted one of his balls to hang. He sick of y'all. Paid all that college money and you back at the crib. You couldn't even find a decent dick to carry you up out of here. Got a bullshit ass hamster's uh, spinning degree. <laughs> <laughs> you back at the crib. We tell me to get my dishes out the sink. Bitch, get out. Please. Get out. Please. Sound guy, your thoughts on that one? No? Gotcha. No. Okay. I'm 44. Fiance is 28. He had a history of womanizing, but that's behind him now. To become a better man, I encourage him to not talk to his baby mama. He did. She attacked me and knocked out my front tooth. I can't get it fixed. He stopped coming home. Advice. Do a threesome with a baby. <laughs> Pop it! <laughs> Go in and put your... <laughs> Put a pearl tongue in the middle where that missing tooth is and suck on Suck on the neck bone. This shit. Make it, make it useful. Is it chip? You don't want to cut her. Jamal, you crazy, man. <laughs> Wrap it up, man. It's time to go. Reasonable Ignis Podcast. Now where we're here. Anyway, where you hear podcasts at, we are there. We're on Androids. SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, leave us a comment, um, share us, recommend us, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make a post. Make a post. Hashtag P-O-D-I-N. Do that for us. Pardon. This is episode 176. If it is to be, it's to be up to me. May you all live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. Did you say, you say what? <laughs> Have a threesome with <laughs> your tongue and a gap? Is that what you said? And then miss it too? Oh and do God. what? A pearl tongue and you miss it too. Pop it! <laughs> hey, look, man. May you all live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. May y'all all live a hundred years. And me, 100 years minus a day, so I want to know the good people like you oh, passed God. away. That's it. We love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for the support. Get Ernest well. Lyles. Jessica, get well, baby. Continue yeah. to get, be strong and get well. Get well, baby. I might, sli I might slide that way for New Year's. Oh, no. Nah. I, I don't know where I'm going. If you go, I'm going to give you some popcorn to take to it. All right. Take us some popcorn. Yeah. 
I gotta get circumcised to end this year. Fuck that. I'm just. <laughs> <shit. laughs>